0: Section 46 of The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org The Living Animals of the World, Volume 1 Mammals by Charles Lewis Cornish The Waterbucks the largest animals in the first of three groups now to be considered are the waterbucks antelopes of stout and sturdy build standing from 45 to 50 inches at the shoulder and covered with long coarse hair especially on the neck in both sexes the males alone carry horns which vary from 20 to 36 inches in length and are strongly ringed in front for 3 fourths of their length they are sublirate in shape being first inclined backwards and then forwards at the tips there are three well-marked species of water these are the common water-buck of south africa whose range extends from the limpopo northwards through Nyasaland to german and british east africa and to the shibeli river in somaliland the sing-sing of senegal and gambia and the Defasa waterbuck of western Abyssinia and the Nile valley, south to Uganda and British and German East Africa. In habits, all species of waterbucks are very similar. They live generally, though not invariably, in herds of from 10 to 20 individuals, and in such small herds there is seldom more than one full-grown male present. In the interior of south africa the water buck is often met with amongst steep stony hills and at a distance of more than a mile from the nearest river speaking generally however this antelope may be said to frequent the near neighbourhood of water but to prefer dry to swampy ground when chased by dogs it always makes for water and will plunge fearlessly into broad deep rivers regardless of crocodiles, to which ravenous reptiles it sometimes falls a victim. In South Africa, waterbuck vary much in color, even in the same district, some being reddish-brown, whilst others are of a very dark gray. The flesh of the waterbuck is coarse, and sometimes rather strongly tasted, and when in good condition, the fat is very hard the reed are similar in essential characters to the water bucks but are of smaller size and have more bushy tails and naked spots on the sides of the head beneath the ears of this group the common reed of south africa is the best known this animal stands three feet at the withers and is of a soft grayish fawn color with a large fluffy tail which is always thrown up when the animal runs, exposing the white undersurface. The males alone carry horns, which curve backwards and then forwards, and a tail length of from 12 to 16 inches. Reed bugs are met with singly or in twos and threes, and never congregate in herds, though I have seen as many as eight belonging probably to three or four families, feeding in close proximity to one another on young green grass. Another member of the reedbuck group is the Rui reebuck of South Africa. This latter species, though a much smaller animal, is very similar to the common reedbuck in color, shape, and general appearance. It is quite distinct in its habits and mode of life, as it lives in small herds of from 4 or 5 to 15 head, amongst rugged, stony hills often far from water. The Black Buck of India This handsome species is found throughout India wherever there are open, cultivated plains. The male stands about 32 inches at the shoulder and when full grown is of a glossy black color with the exception of a chestnut-colored patch at the back of the neck. And some markings of the same color about the face the belly and insides of the limbs are pure white the line between the black and white being very clearly defined the whole body and frame are very compact strong and beautifully proportioned and the head is carried high the males alone carry horns which are spiral in shape annulated almost to the tips and vary in length from eighteen to twenty-eight inches. Young bugs and does are fawn-colored instead of black. These antelopes are usually met within considerable herds on open plains, in which cultivated tracts alternate with wasteland, and they often do much damage to the natives' crops. When alarmed, they first execute a series of prodigious bounds into the air, before finally settling down to a steady run. They are surprisingly fleet and can seldom be overtaken by the fastest greyhounds, although they can be caught and pulled down without difficulty by trained cheetahs, or as they are often called, hunting leopards. The pala, which is found in southern and eastern Africa, from Bekwana land to kordofan is one of the most graceful of animals. It is a forest-loving species and is never found far from water. Both sexes are of a general bright reddish-brown with white bellies. The males alone carry horns, which are very graceful in shape, and vary from 14 to upwards of 20 inches in length. The finest specimens of the Pala are met with in the extreme southerly or most northerly portions of its range the animals inhabiting the intermediate districts being smaller and carrying shorter horns. Pallas are gregarious, living in herds of from twenty to over one hundred. When alarmed, they bound over bushes or any other obstacles with the utmost ease and grace, and appear to get over the ground at a high rate of speed. They are, however, very commonly run down and torn to pieces by wild dogs. Which hunt in packs and are very destructive to African game arabian gazelle gazelles are some of the most slenderly built of all antelopes of far less graceful appearance than the two preceding species is the saiga which though structurally closely allied to the gazelles has been placed by naturalists in a genus by itself. This curious-looking animal, which is chiefly remarkable for its large, swollen-looking nose and light-coloured horns, is an inhabitant of the steppes of southeastern Europe and western Asia. In height, it stands about 30 inches at the withers, and is of a dull yellowish colour in summer, turning to nearly white in winter. The males alone carry horns, which are sometimes 13 to 14 inches long and of a peculiar color which has been likened to pale amber. At the present day, the Saiga is only found in Europe, on the plains between the Don and the Volga, but to the east of the Ural River its range extends over the Kirgiz steppes and the high plains of all western Siberia. Living in open country and having the senses of hearing, sight and scent all highly developed the saiga is a difficult animal to approach and can only be successfully stalked by an expert hunter in summer it is usually met with in small scattered bands which when driven southwards by snow and cold are collected into considerable herds in the more southerly portions of its range in very severe winters whole herds have been known to perish in snowdrifts and in such inclement seasons large numbers are also killed by the natives the flesh of the saiga is said to resemble mutton and is held in much esteem goitred gazelles from mesopotamia these animals are inhabitants of rocky and desert ground They are often kept tame by the wandering Arabs. The Gazelles We now come to the gazelles, among which are comprised many of the best-known and most beautiful of the small or medium-sized antelopes. In the true gazelles, both sexes generally carry horns. Indeed, this rule is universal in those of Africa and Arabia and there are only four species known all asiatic in which the females are hornless these are the tibetan gazelle Projevelsky's gazelle the mongolian gazelle and the persian gazelle the range of the various species belonging to this large group is very extensive comprising the whole of northern and eastern africa Arabia, and western and central asia as well as mongolia and india the gazelles are inhabitants of the open plains and arid desert regions of the old world and although sometimes met with in tracts of country where there is a certain amount of scattered bush or open stunted forest are never found in any kind of jungle or thick cover on the sandy plains of northwestern africa are found the red-fronted gazelle of Senegal and Gambia, the little-known moor gazelle of southwestern Morocco, and the dama gazelle, a species which has been known to naturalists ever since the time of the buffon. A near ally of the last-named animal is the red-necked gazelle of Dongola and Sinar. In northeastern Africa are found the large and handsome Sommering's Gazelle, the Isabella Gazelle of the Coastlands of the Red Sea, Hughland's Gazelle, Pelzan's Gazelle of the Maritime Plains of Northern Somaliland, and Speaks Gazelle of the interior of the same country. Whilst farther south the group is represented by the large and beautiful Grants Gazelle, with its allies Peters Gazelle and Thompson's Gazelle. The well-known Dorcas gazelle is an inhabitant of Morocco and Algeria ranging through Egypt into Palestine and Syria. The Amarika gazelle, the Muscat gazelle and the Arabian gazelle inhabit the deserts of Arabia. The Edmi gazelle is found in the mountain ranges of Morocco, Algeria and Tunis, while Loder's gazelle inhabits the sandy tracts of the interior of Algeria and Tunis. In Asia, besides the four species of gazelle already enumerated in which the females are hornless, one other member of the group is met with. This is the Indian gazelle, a species very closely allied to the Arabian form. Of the whole genus, Grant's gazelle is the most beautiful. This handsome animal, which was first discovered by the explorers Peake and Grant in 1860, is an inhabitant of eastern Africa, from the neighborhood of Lake Rudolph southwards to Ugogo. In size, the average height at the shoulder of males of this species is about 34 inches. The coat is close and short of a general fawn color. The rump and belly pure white and their face marked with a rufous band from the horns to the nose, and with streaks of white on each side. The upper surface of the tail is white, with a black and tufted tip. The horns, which are very elegant in shape, being first curved slightly forwards and then backwards, are much longer and more powerful than in any other gazelle and attain a length of 30 inches in the males, and 17 inches in the females. Grant's gazelles, though they undoubtedly find their most congenial home in open country, have also been met with by recent travellers in bush-sprinkled wastes and stony, rugged hills. They are, however, never found in dense jungles or high mountains. They live in herds of from half a dozen to twenty or thirty individuals, though in certain localities as many as two hundred have been seen together. They are fond of consorting with other game, such as Burkells and Grevy's zebras, Coke's heart beast, and the Besa Oryx, and are often met with at long distances from the nearest water. They are keen-sighted and wary and from the open character of the country in which they are usually encountered, are often difficult to stalk. When in good condition, the meat of this gazelle is said to be excellent. The nearest ally of the true gazelles is undoubtedly the spring buck of South Africa. Owing to the protection which it has received of late years, this graceful antelope is now a common animal in many parts of South Africa. And in the northwestern portions of the cape colony, still sometimes collects into prodigious herds which travel through the country in dense masses, destroying every vestige of grass on the line of their advance and causing considerable anxiety to farmers whose flock of sheep and goats are sometimes swept away by the migrating springbugs. In former years, the migration of these antelopes in countless thousands from the deserts of Namakwa land to the countries farther south was a common occurrence, an unerring instinct guiding the wandering herds to districts where rain had lately fallen and caused a new growth of green grass. The animals composing these migrating herds were called by the Dutch settlers of the Cape Colony trekbokken, or traveling bucks. Red-fronted gazelle Two other antelopes, the debatag and the gerinuk, are included in the present group, but both whilst typically gazelline in certain respects, differ so much in other ways from all members of that group that each has been placed in a separate genus. The debatag is a very remarkable looking antelope, only found in certain districts of central Somaliland, where it was first discovered by Mr. T.W.H. Clark in 1890. This species shows the face markings of the gazelles, whilst the horns, which are only present in the males, much resemble in shape those of a reed buck. They are rather short, attaining a length of only 11 or 12 inches, and their basal halves are strongly ringed in front. The neck of this antelope is singularly long and thin, and the tail, which is held curved forwards over the back when the animal is in motion, is also much elongated and only tufted at the tip. The debatag frequents sandy ground, sparsely covered with low thorn bushes, and lives in small families, being usually met with in twos or threes whilst it is rare to find more than four or five consorting together. The gerenuk, like the last-named animal, is an African species, but has a more extended range, being found all over Somaliland, and thence southwards to the Tana Valley and the Kilimanjaro district of British East Africa. The most remarkable external characteristic of this species is the excessively long neck. The males alone carry horns, which attain an average length of 12 or 13 inches, and, though somewhat gazelle-like in shape, are more strongly crooked forwards at the points. The skull of this species is more dense and solid in structure than in the true gazelles, and the cheek teeth are smaller in size. of section 46.